What's up, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers? Mike and Tony sitting at the whiskey house, and we are sipping, but we're we're not going to talk about a sip today. No, we're just going to talk about this fantastic little getaway slash adventure we went on last week. So some people call it the Bourbon Trail, and that is a good way to put it. But Tony and I, we just had an all-out road trip. I call it home. I call it home. It's home for Tony. I call it home. Rewind one week from today. It was a Wednesday morning, and guess what? Our flight got canceled due to all the Uh, snow that hit anything from Chicago to Dallas to Nashville to Louisville. So flight gets canceled. I call Tony. Didn't really have in my mind that anything was going to happen other than what did happen, which is... He picked me up in my house and we drove. <laughs> an hour later, I'm we, at his house to drive. An hour later, he's picking me up and we have a give or take five hour drive. Chicago through Indy to Louisville was our first stop. Yeah, so. there was, the, the weather wasn't great. It wasn't horrible, but it was definitely, there was some snow on the road and, and I love semis. So it's it's awesome. So we, I, I guess we're talking about this just because it was such, weather aside, it was such a spectacular trip. A lot of places were closed. So I... I got a little moody at a, at a certain point, and Tony's like, put your head up. We're going to hit all these different places. Yeah, and we suck actually, it up. We suck actually, it up. We actually did. But again, people in Kentucky, they can't handle the snow. So when it snows, it is like all bets are off, and things kind of go a little sideways. Yeah, but, we, we, I think what we didn't know when we got there was that the day before, they had like a quarter inch of ice underneath everything. Yeah, so but everyone's like, we're sliding Everybody around. was it's like crazy. freaking out. <laughs> So we arrive a little after lunchtime on Wednesday, and we pulled, we didn't even go to our hotel. We pulled right into Angel's Envy. Yeah. Uh, Angel's Envy, so you know, um, kind of the history, it was the Henderson family, but Bacardi, that humongous brand, um, bought Angel's Envy, I think it was like a year, a couple years ago. Um, But regardless of that, you think it's like some, you know, big name brand or whatever. It's a really cool um, spot. They just built a spot and they're actually adding on to it. Uh, we, we didn't sit outside. We just went inside and tasted, um, we tasted uh, the rye and we tasted the regular, just the regular angels envy bourbon that you can get at anywhere on the shelf. So we, we literally sat there masks on walking in, in the elevator upstairs. They poured us one. We kind of pulled our mask down to take each sip and then mask went back on. So it was COVID friendly in that way. Yeah. A little, little different, different for Um, sure. But no, it was good. I learned a little bit about the process angel everybody has their own process and you hear us talk about different things all the time and this particular process that I, that grabbed my attention was that the uh they actually um what do they do they they char they don't char the barrels first they use an indirect heat on the barrels to toast them and then they char them afterwards so the, right. the, the juice actually sits in a toasted barrel and then gets changed into a charred barrel i think and it was really a cool way and um just a little different, you know. Everybody has their thing that makes their bourbon stand out, and this was this was the the one thing that I had um, that stuck out to me. I don't remember her name, but the the woman doing Julie the, ta- the tasting with us. We yes, were we Julie. were leaving there, and Tony and Julie are standing side oh, by side, a couple so of rude. Kentucky people. And I said, "You know how I can tell you're both from Kentucky?" Pause. <laughs> Neither of you ever stopped talking. Julie looked at me like. Get the heck out of Angel's Envy. So he's we such, did. He's just being such a dick. I was being a dick. So then we moved on to lunch right down the street in Louisville, and that place was called Whiskey uh, Burger and Muscles. Oh no, that was. Um, did we go straight there afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Burgers and Muscles is where we went. 
before. No, did we go there before? No, we didn't. That was later. I thought we went to Justin's House of Bourbon first. Oh, we went there after. All right. So that was cool. But that place is great. This is my second time being there. The sandwiches, if you haven't been there, are freaking awesome. They're huge sandwiches. We had a couple uh, apps and the, um, what's it called? The... Um, the nachos, I we I love. I think it was like a pulled pork or a brisket nacho. So incredible! So check it out if you're so down that burgers, way. Burgers and mussels. Then after lunch, and we didn't have any mussels there. It's just pretty much burger sandwiches. Yeah. Great, great pours. Um, we went to kind of, I guess I'll say, the famous Justin's House of Bourbon, and walked in there, blown away at wow the selection. I mean, they have. You can buy a bottle of whiskey from them for $5,000. It, it might be a prohibition bottle and something really crazy and super rare, but <clears throat> such a cool place. Uh, that was Brian at Yeah, Justin's and it was house. cool. He's, he's actually, I don't know if he's one of the owners, or but he's definitely one of the, the main guys there. And he he's all about uh, educating, uh, educating the world on bourbon. And he's a great guy, and he really gets into it. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are afraid of, afraid of the prices at Justin's House of Bourbon. We, you know, after we had had a few sips with him, he turned us on to some 12-year stuff, some 15-year, some MGP juice, um, a lot of different stuff that, what I mean, they, they were it was like being at a standard liquor store, $40, yeah. $50 bottle. It was bottle, just getting so. some stuff you couldn't yeah. get. They like to buy some uh, closeout stuff and do their things. They're obviously, for those of you who don't know, they're a secondary retail place which is which is legal to do in kentucky yeah. they changed the rules last year or two years ago or something it's crazy though tony always comes back from kentucky with all these kind of off name brands that i've just they're only off because we don't see them in chicago or distribution or, uh, you know the distribution's different in that state so it's fun to go to a place like justin's and we stopped at a lot of different liquor stores along the way just to see what stuff they had uh tony and i came back with about 37 new bottles of whiskey for the whiskey house. So, um, but from there we checked into our hotel, went to, and then went out to dinner, started at a bar named, uh, the nowhere bar. We just kind of Googled it, looked it up. Uh, then it started snowing and we headed over to Jack Fry's Jack Fry's steakhouse. Is, had I don't think no it's just idea. Steakhouse, it's good. Had no idea. It was like Kentucky famous. Uh, yeah. It was it was really good. The people over at uh, the Nowhere Bar, the the dude that I think the guy that owns it and one of the um, sous chefs or something over for Jack Fries happened to be over there, and they they heard we were out. They were in town, and after a little rousing, they uh, they loved Mike's shoes, and um, they they actually I, they called out and got us a reservation. They I got don't, us a reservation. I, so I don't know Kentucky. if it's really that hard or not, but I can tell you, we walked in. They were waiting for us with a table, so we'll no, take it. No bar in Chicago, born and raised. I've never walked into a bar and they offer to get me a reservation at another restaurant. So again, Kentucky, great, nice people. Let's move to the next day. So we were there only two nights. Thursday, um, we wake up bright and early. A lot of things were closed. We were super bummed. We heard from um, Woodford Reserve. We were on our way there. Sorry, we're closed. We heard from Wild Turkey. On our way there. Sorry, we're closed. Four roses. Four roses after that. There was a guy outside. He couldn't have been more more apologetic. He's like, I'm really sorry. There's just too much snow. There was like a couple of inches on the ground. So that's when I got super frustrated. And that's when I had to the put clouds Mike in his lifted. Place. It was... It's like, Mike, we're in Kentucky. Suck it up. I'm driving. Just sit there for a minute. Take it all in. We're going to Bardstown. Because you know what? Bourbon is always open in Bardstown. So left Louisville... One night there, next night in Bardstown, started at the bar at Willet. Fantastic. We've talked about Willet before. Special, special, awesome, cool place. And 
they have a now a bar and a restaurant. Yeah, and we met the uh, general manager. His name's Andy, and and he was just beyond cool to talk to. It's really open. I mean, talk about an open air uh, kitchen. I mean, the kitchen's like attached to the dining room, uh, which is attached to the bar, which is how it always should be. But the um, the the selection of all of their Willet Private Reserve bourbon was was something like I've never seen. I mean, they must have had uh, hundreds of bottles of different stuff. So they wear these kind of like uh, these aprons that are made of denim and they have these like leather straps. So we didn't even know Andy. We're just sitting there. Okay, the clouds have lifted. We This is the first place we've been for the day. It's already like after lunchtime. We get a few sandwiches. And we're like, Tony's like, ask that guy about those, those overalls. I don't think Andy, we asked. I think we just started talking and he overheard us. Andy comes over. I kid you not, he's there for the next hour. And it was kind of crowded. It was mm-hmm. not super crowded because of all the snow and whatever. But Andy comes over. We're tasting two Willets. Um, I think a nine-year and a 12-year. Of course, they were delicious. And he comes over with a 16-year-old bottle. No charge. Just like, check this out. Hey, check this out. This is my out. favorite. Probably one of the greatest bourbons I've I've had in my life. It was just so fun. So <clears throat> we leave Willet. Thanks, guys, for having us. All that good stuff. And where did we go from there? Straight to Bardstown from the uh, previous podcast that you guys listened to. We hooked up with Dan and did our little our whole Bardstown thing, which you've... Bardstown, Bardstown Bourbon, Bourbon Company. Company. Sorry, which you guys have uh, hopefully listened to already. So we don't need to really get into that. But that place was unbelievable. The back room of 400 different crazy bottles that they do sell by the glass from 1890-something. It's unbelievable that room and that place. I do like that place a lot. They're really, they're really on the forefront of, uh, of bourbon in the way that we're doing it now in the 21st century. Yeah. And then we just had to, you know, obviously, uh, wanted to check into our second night in Bardstown, checked into our hotel, had a bunch of recommendations to go out to a place called Scout and Scholar, which is a newer brewery. They didn't have food, so we just had a few beers there. Walked. They over. actually do have food, but because of the, the, uh, the their chef happened to be from Louisville and called in because of the snow. It's funny we made it from Louisville down there, but right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> anyway, and then the so night, they, they, the supposedly night the went on from good. there. Third Avenue good. Tap Room, great place. Ran into a really cool local named Pikey. He's just a good guy. He's a fourth generation in his business. Born and raised in Bardstown. Just a fun dude to talk to and. Met some old dudes at the bar. And that's the whole thing. Just we're, we're, at a bar, we're at a bar eating pizza. All of a sudden, this guy's like, hey, what's going on, guys? And yeah. all of a sudden, that's Pikey. And we spend you know the better part of the rest of the evening having beers, having drinks, listening to live music. It was great. Um, I will wrap up a little bit here by saying the next day, the third day, Friday, time to go home. But before we did that, stop at Heaven Hill. We got... Elijah Craig, 18-year. We got barrel-proof. We got toasted barrel. So if you're ever in the in the Bardstown area, Make you, sure hit you hit Heaven the Hill. You hit Heaven Hill in the morning. It's 30 right minutes before they open. Before they open, they open at 11. And, I mean, we spread, again, we got 30-something bottles. Uh, we, we got sp- a bunch from that place. That place had some, yeah, they had some stuff I've never, I mean, I've never seen a toasted barrel from Elijah Craig, so it was cool to get one. And they were all more or less at retail, which is so, even better. That's Mike and Tony telling you tony's from kentucky we've, we've telling you guys make the trip make the stop if you're driving to nashville and you got time to, to make the 20 minute detour to, to bardstown hit the bardstown bourbon company for lunch or hit the the willets the bar at willet for lunch and we just made your itinerary we just put in front of you probably 12 different stops over like 48 hours and <laughs> had a freaking blast so thanks for taking a listen mike and tony shy tucky bourbon brothers We take care of the whiskey. 
so you can focus on with whom you share it. Man, that was a great trip, bro. Oh, dude. It really. Can I we mean, do it? I will can never we leave, forget Can it. we do it again next week? Okay, next month. Let's get, let's give it a month. The wives, the wives. Actually, I think for us to keep getting the stuff at Heaven Hill, we got to wait two months, but that's okay. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen. Bye, guys.